You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions, direct from the veteran team at the Rain Research Institute, with today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott. Good morning, Rain Partners. Welcome to edition number 45 of the Monday Morning Motivator. We are closing in on one year of these powerful weekly messages, and our host, Richard Dolan, has delivered each and every week, with today being another powerful lesson to start off in the right direction. With great honor, I welcome Mr. Richard Dolan. Good morning, Rich. How are you doing today? Oh, Russell, I'm doing great, and how are you? I'm wonderful. So, uh, you digging out from all that snow you guys received? We certainly are. We certainly are. But you know, the pace that we're moving at, it, it wouldn't one bit slow us down. You know that. Well, uh, we've... we're very resilient people, aren't we? Absolutely. Climb up and climb strong. You know, for us at Rain, as you know, Russ, you're a part of the, the most important team that exists inside the Rain management team, which is on forging ahead, making sure that for each and every member, they know that this is going to be Rain's breakout year, an epic year. And if it's going to be an epic year for us, it's going to be an epic year for members. You know, we started off the year with an incredible uh, launch of Dr. Paul Stoltz, uh, Harvard's professor on resilience, uh, now entering into a strategic alliance with Rain on developing technologies and tools and methodologies on helping our real estate investment members become resilient in their pursuit of real estate performance, but life optimums. And like, I'm talking like just growing their life more optimally. And I know I just made up that word, and heck, I don't really care because I'm making up words all the time. But then we went on tour with Oprah, you know, opening up for her in every city across the country that included Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver, uh, not just to be able to have the bragging rights of being, being in front of 50,000 people collectively, but taking a stand as a firm that these are incredible markets for us. We have friends and partners in these cities, and they matter to us, and we want to put our stake in the ground, and we want to begin to reinvigorate those communities not just about the local real estate opportunities, but the opportunities for them across the country and around the world to connect with people who want to get into real estate because it's the smartest and most right asset class for people to preserve their financial futures. So, Rich, maybe, as you mentioned, it has been an epic month for us. And maybe, can you really share with us maybe what some of the underlying messages are? You know, some people, we've received emails that they feel they might be being left behind. And, you know, all Ray members across the country will get access to Paul Stoltz. But he, he, you shared a story with me of a technology or just even a, a strategy called Pack Light, Pack Right. Maybe you can share that with everyone on the call today. Well, look, you know what, Russ, it's amazing that for uh, 22 years I've been in business for myself, and for 22 years I've recognized that over time we often get distracted with pursuing the wrong stuff. You know, put it into sort of a metaphoric sense, if you were to be climbing a mountain and called that your climb, your life's ascent. And often people, after 5, 10, 15, even 50 years, get to the top and they say, wrong mountain. <laughs> They've been climbing all their lives for the wrong stuff, for the wrong reasons, for the wrong motivations, for the wrong results. And for the RAIN membership, you all know that you're climbing your own personal ascent for the purpose of delivering yourself, delivering to your family and loved ones financial certainty, harnessing the power and the magic of real estate. But packing light and packing right is all about minimizing the clutter and the stuff, the drag and the useless weights that are in your life that will only hinder 
your agility and ability to forge ahead optimally, even when life's toughest stuff is thrown your way. So a great analogy for that is I'm reminded of a, of a funny story that when I first connected with Dr. Paul Stoltz, you know, this guy's a, he's a hiker, he's an outdoorsman, he loves climbing mountains and canoeing and Gosh, you know, if you ever get the chance to hit one of his retreats, I got to tell you, they're definitely exhilarating. But on my very first time, you know, I remember uh, showing up on his uh, peak retreat. It was on the top of a mountain, and we had to go hiking. And when I did, I had to pack a backpack, and in there should be just the essentials, the stuff that I can just ensure that I would nourish my body and my mind to keep me forging forward. Now, I was physically fit, I got to tell you. I felt physically fit at at the very least. And I may have even looked it, but the trek wasn't something I trained for. It was just a a, a friendly hike, if it were. And yes, we had to go through some valleys and up and down some hills, but at the end of the day, it was going to be somewhat of of a press for me, an old city boy like myself. Well, that being said, Paul gave me pretty strict instructions. He said, Rich, pack light, pack right. Put in there just the stuff you need. Don't go overboard. It's just the stuff you need because we're going to be back. Now, we could, in fact... Uh, get injured. You can, in fact, get to a point where you might need to take a rest. So don't pack for those circumstances. Just pack right and pack light. Well, you know, of course, I want to do all kinds of things. I, I packed way more water than I needed, and I packed way more power bars than I think was required. I threw in there a, a light sweater in case it got cool, and I threw in a, a hat in case it was, in fact, going to get sunny. And, uh, you know, shoot, Russ, I even put, I think, two hats because I just thought to myself, well, one would be a nice ultra-light hat, and the other would be kind of a little heavier, just in case it did uh, turn dusk. But I also brought with me this really cool camera that I had, a video camera. And back in that day, it was a little bit bigger than the ones we got today, those HD, digitized, card-only type of, 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 of cameras. And I put it in the bag. Well, that, that, that camera was probably about maybe four or five pounds. Four or five pounds. Now, as we climbed forward, I didn't tell Paul I had this camera. I thought I would kind of cover all of this trek as we're moving through his uh, ranch and down into the valley. But I can tell you something, that, that four-pound camera over an hour and two and even three hours later started feeling like what most climbers in the hiking world called a pig. This thing weighed a ton. It, I can feel the weight of every single item in my backpack. That backpack got heavier and heavier as my body obviously got fatigued more and more. Well, what's the moral of the story? Well, there came a point where I literally took out the camera out of the bag. In fact, I, let, I took out a bunch of stuff, about a liter of water that I really didn't need and a bunch of bars that I didn't require. And I basically put them into a, a sack I had that was inside the bag in case anything were to leak. I, I took that out. And I remember how liberating it was to just kind of unpack, unpack my stuff to reorganize and reprioritize the things that were really what we would call climb critical. You see, getting down to what's climb critical is a matter of really getting clear about what's a priority and what's a pleasure. What's a priority is keeping myself hydrated and and, and, and neutrified, right? I didn't need to document this trek. I didn't need to uh, bring a selection of hats. I didn't have to go on a fashion runway. I needed to make sure that I had my agility at optimum and that I was packing light and packing right. I had to narrow down on what's climb critical. So friends, the, the message for you this week is this. As you sit down today on the Monday morning motivator call, leave yourself about five minutes to get really clear that when it, it comes to your beliefs, what in fact is climb critical? What is really absolutely essential in you attaining and learning 
and partnering up with to get what you need to ascend, to move ahead, to get to your summit. Because we surround ourselves with a lot of other chores. We get involved in networking events and we're going out to stuff and we're shaking hands and kissing babies and we're reading other materials and we're taking other programs. We're, we're hiring other coaches and we have this mentor program and that retreat and this exclusive four-day event and that two-day event. We're doing so much, but accomplishing yet so little because we're not packing light, packing right. We're not narrowing down to what's climb critical. What is the absolute core thing we need to get done to get ahead. So of course on my circle back, I was able to pick up my items and move back into his home and <laughs> soothe my wounds of the day if it were. And Paul asked the question, he goes, what did you learn after we did our little trek? And I said, Paul, I gotta tell you, we underestimate the weight of the things we think are important. And he said, Richard, let me share it with you in this way. It's not what you carry that kills you. It's how you carry it that will define your journey. So friends, if we pack light, pack right. If we narrow down to what's climb critical, what are the bare essentials that will get us nutrified, exhilarated, and keep us agile along the way, we know that we will have the stamina to cause a huge shift in transformation in the way we not only harness real estate, but produce results with real estate. And that's the message for the day, and that's your homework for the week. Back to you, Russ. Wow. Rich, could you even consider this pack light, pack right, only bringing things that are climb critical? Could that go even as far into relationships that are in your life? Or do we want to just, <laughs> or do we just want to focus on the things at the moment? You know, Russell, I got to extend this lesson a little bit more because I giggle at the fact that you are confronted every day by this very notion. You know, we travel a lot, Russ. I don't know how many miles we log you and I jumping on planes and not just going coast to coast, talking to our membership from coast to coast, but even conferences and leading workshops for others that even our members don't even know we do. So we often travel with other friends and, and perhaps family, but often some staff that aren't used to the travel woes and aren't used to the adversities that imminently will confront us on the traveling ways. And I remember not so long ago, I, I had this, this young woman, one of our staffers that were coming along on the trip. And there was literally a point where we were about to board a plane. And in one hand, she had a bottle of water. In the other hand, she had a, a fancy Frappuccino double latte, triple sugar, iced with whatever, uh, Starbucks. And she had a bunch of her bags. She had her purse to take. And I said, stop for a second. Do you need all this stuff? And just by the elegant prioritization of simplifying what you're carrying, it all came down to one thing. I told her, what do you need the most of? And she said, I, I need to move quicker. I said, that's right. You're holding the line up and you're going to risk spilling something. So we sat down right there at the chairs, right before boarding, put her purse into one of her bags. She had to choose between the beverages that she would consume first. So she put the water into one of her other little bags. And of course, as most people have observed women tend to have a lot of bags, but that's okay. One little bag goes into a bigger bag. And then she walked on the plane with just the one coffee. What's the moral of the story? When you understand the importance of working, living, and moving in life with efficiency, you begin to examine what it is that's really slowing you down. And in the story of heading onto a plane, you want to have your hands so that you can take your bags on with ease and put them up without obscuring other people or even hurting anyone while doing so. So, yes, Russell, 
you are absolutely right in narrowing down what's climb critical in understanding the importance of moving in life with efficiency and less drag, if it were, less weight. You begin to constantly evaluate and reevaluate the things not only that you're carrying, but the things that you're lugging around. And you've got to ask yourself these three questions. Is it important? Can I carry it in a way that's more efficient? And if I didn't, is there a way I can circle back with this so I can use it when I really do need it? And you're going to notice something, that you will be liberated by this freeing exercise that leaves you more agile and leaves you with the efficiency you need to forge ahead. Yeah, I can witness firsthand of you at an airport being efficient and moving quickly. You, you almost look like a John Madden stroking out <laughs> X's and O's and a football, a football chalkboard where everyone should go at what time. So. <laughs> well, look at you, Russell. Right now, I have to say, after all these years of traveling as you have, you now travel a little bit differently than ever before. You've yeah. got a bag that's a lot like the one I've got, and you pack differently than you used to. And you just shared this with me the other day. As a result of packing the way you now do, you reckon that you're saving anywhere from 20 to 30 hours a year from having to wait for a bag that you had to check in at a flight. That's 20 to 30 more hours you've got with family, friends, or back in the office. Uh, and I don't have to pack any hair products. <laughs> Touche. What a, yeah, what a wonderful, powerful message today. Today was all about packing light, packing right, only taking those things that are climb critical, reorganize and reprioritize what's important in your life. If you have any questions, RAIN members, RAIN partners, please call our office at one 824 Experts are standing by to help you out personally. I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, wishing you a masterful week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality. Share the reality.